Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Melissa Drew. My beautiful wife, and we have our little baby here with us. Anessa Drew. Yes, Anessa Olive Drew. A lot of incredible things are happening in the ministry. And I wanted to take the first couple of minutes of today's program and just talk to you about the awesome, awesome things that the Lord is doing through the Zach Drew Show Amen. and IGBY. Amen. Yes. So first of all, we actually just got back from Branson, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And uh, this week we spent about five or six days there. And it was really cool for, I know, myself to go back. That was really the place where my, uh, my uh, entire adult life really took place yep. and and is our baby okay she yep, she's is a she a little hungry a little fussy and this was actually it was our first mini little family vacation yes yeah it which was, was wonderful it was awesome back to the place we met for a little for our first little vacation together <laughs> that's right and we i also so the reason going down there we were attending a wedding and also to go to a conference and so we went i went actually to the true legends 2018 branson conference and i was able to talk to a lot of old friends had some great conversations with steve quayle and got to say hello to you know josh peck and and uh, sharon and gilbert uh, uh who actually do um skywatch Yep. TV, and uh, Sharon and Derek Gilbert, uh, who do Skywatch Television, and it was just a, a great time. We were also able to introduce baby Anessa. Oh, is, she, is it about time? It's about time. So we thought that this might happen, so we actually, if you want to come and get the baby, and so actually who you're going to see on camera right now is Melissa, who's the wife of a very special person that just joined the ministry team. I'd have her say hello, but we don't have enough microphones yet in the studio. But hey, listen, if you're watching, that's a perfect illustration. If you want to get behind us and maybe purchase a brand new microphone, we need it. We actually need a lot of new things for the ministry. But God is going to take care of us, and I'm confident Amen. of that. God is, man, I just, I'm getting excited just in my bones about what the Lord is doing in this ministry. So yeah, so we were also able to introduce baby uh, Anessa to Jim and Lori Baker. Yes while we were there, and you see the picture on screen right now. Yes. And while we were there uh, Friday, uh, we, uh, we got there, and, and I was able to meet with Pastor Jim and Lori and kind of tell them some of the things that were on my heart. And he basically said, listen, can you stay uh, until Tuesday? I really want to film a couple of shows with you and to get this information out to my audience. And it was, you were there. Yep. And it was, it was all awesome. about artificial intelligence yep. and everything like that. And so those shows will air this coming Thursday and Friday. Make sure you watch it. It was absolutely amazing. My mind was blown. The audience's well, mind was you, blown. They'd never heard anything like it. Yeah, that was cool. It was really neat because now for those of you that have been watching the program, you guys are in on this information. Yeah. You know, if if the studio audience at the Jim Baker Show was a key to kind of gauging the uh, percentage of people that know about the future of artificial intelligence and how it actually applies to prophetic scriptures, what I realized is that hardly anybody is, it knows about this. I mean, no one is talking no about this. Talking Once about journalists it. find out that this is the biggest sin, uh, story of the century, you guys who've been following this are going to realize, well, my goodness, you know, people at IGBY and the Zach Drew Show, they've been talking about this for an extended period of time. So we did two shows with them a couple of days ago, and they're going to air this coming Thursday and Friday, Thursday and Friday, which is September... 27th and 28th. September 27th and 28th, and everywhere. 
it basically, uh, any Christian network, it's going to be on DirecTV and Dish Network throughout the entire country. And maybe some of you are watching this show because you just tuned in because maybe you just watched those shows and you want to come back and see, well, what in the world has Zach Drew been talking about? Yeah. So yeah, don't miss it. It's going to be uh, an incredible thing. And, and Pastor Jim, it was, it really was, it was like being at my home away from home. Yes. And it was like, she said, it was the place that Alyssa and I met. So we have a lot of sweet memories, lot of memories there. Man. And Pastor Jim did say, Zach, I would love for you to come back uh, every few weeks to update us on the information. So a lot of things are in the works. I met a couple of guys at the True Legends conference that say, hey, Zach, we want you to come uh, on our TV show. So we're, we're really in the beginning stages, and I just want to thank you guys. Uh, this is episode seven, and one day we're going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes in, and it's just so cool that you were able to kind of get in on this brand new thing. It's, it might seem like a little, you know, little dripping in a, in a large uh, lake, but I'm telling you right now, what's coming is a tsunami. Amen. I believe that the world will hear about this ministry because of the way that the Lord is able to move through it. Amen. Amen. Well, I think that you have a very special person to introduce, so I'll we get do. out of the way so you can introduce okay. the real special guest thank here. Thank you, baby. <laughs> if we had a studio audience, we'd thank her right now for being on the, the program today. Like I said, God, He's doing something at this ministry, at IGBY, and he's sending us the right people. I would like to introduce to you uh, the brand new co-host of the Zach Drew Show. You may have seen him several times on the Jim Baker Show and also as uh, my co-host on our old show, Revelation in the News. Come on out. This is where we'd give an audience cue to clap. <laughs> Andrew Bellers. Hey, Zach. It's so good to have you with us. This is, for those of you that have been following me these last nine years, you know exactly who this guy is. Maybe you're just tuning in. This is Andrew Bellers. Andrew, it's so good to have you here I'm in Central so, Illinois. I'm so excited to be here. That's this awesome. Is awesome. I'm excited too. Andrew is incredibly smart. So first of all, uh, I'll say that he really is. That people loved him on Revelation the news. I would read through the thousands of comments that we'd get on the show. It's literally thousands of comments, and people would always love what you had to say because you know, anytime you talk, you always would add something of of value. And I remember even just a few months ago, as, as I was preparing to launch this show, I was preparing to speak. Actually, I was a guest speaker at a church here in Illinois, and I was driving in the car with my dad. And I said, Dad, the show was going to launch in just a few months, and the Lord still hasn't sent me a co-host. And he's encouraging me in faith, and he's just saying, Zach, you know, just the Lord will bring the right person. Even if you can have, you know, just even temporary co-hosts, maybe some of your friends could come on and just do guest appearances. And I remember telling him, Dad, it would just be so incredible if I was able to somehow get Andrew Bellers to come and be my co-host on the program without ever saying a word to you. That same weekend, we hadn't talked for a while. No. And you called me out of the blue, and you let me know what was on your heart. Yeah, it was amazing. And I'm sure I'll get to some point on how God physically brought us here in the time that he did. Um, you know, I, and I want, I want this show, this is the Zach Drew show, but today it's your show. 
Okay, this is to highlight you. I want you just to share with the audience what's on your heart, what's going on, mm -hmm. how you got here. Just, just share what you minister to the audience. Sure. So I guess really to talk about how I got here, we have to start at Morningside. Yes. Zach mentioned earlier in this show that um, that's where we met. I actually worked under Zach for a little over a year. Um, and while I was there, God, Morningside was a really intense spiritual experience for me. It mm -hmm. was a, a place for a lot of growth. And um, one of the big revelations that God had for me personally that I wasn't sure I'd ever actually be able to share um, with any kind of audience was that he showed me the prophetic significance of my name. Which is incredible because we, there really is, God has a way of working in patterns and he speaks to you. He speaks to me through his word. If you're ever wondering, God, why aren't you speaking to me? Why aren't you talking to me? He might be thinking, it's because you're not opening up your word. I have so much to say to you. And we can actually find ourselves in the scriptures in the same way IGBY, I really do feel that the Lord has placed a type of Joshua anointing on my life. We can find ourselves in the scriptures. That's absolutely true. 90, I would say a good 90% of the time that God has spoken to me in my entire life has been Literally, I just opened up the Bible and there was a scripture exactly. there. Um, but this specifically, uh, I remember the, the man who was the director of the school at the time at Morningside was a man by the name of Lloyd Ziegler. Lloyd Ziegler, good man. Um, and he, he was doing a, a series on the 12 disciples. And when he got to Andrew, I was really, I have not um, really studied or researched the disciple of Andrew in scripture at all. And when he started talking about Andrew, it really hit home with me um, because Andrew in scripture, most of the time you see his name, it's Andrew, the brother of Peter or brothers, Peter or Peter's, Peter's brother, brother. Mm -hmm. Andrew. Um, and that struck a chord with me because my older brother's name is Josh. And for most of my childhood, I was really associated with him because he was very outgoing and I was much more reserved. To the point where teachers in school would even call me Josh because they saw our last name and immediately thought of my brother. Or Josh's brother. They would call you. Exactly. And, the same, and that's very interesting because so in the same way you have in the scriptures, it wasn't just, oh, Andrew. It was always Peter's brother, Andrew. And you kind of seen that pattern in your life. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, and Andrew was a pillar. He was an incredible man. But yet he was, he was Peter's brother. He was, he was the first disciple that met Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, um, wow. And another, another interesting fact about Andrew and Peter is that Peter is widely known as the first founder of, of the first Christian church. Um, even in the Catholic faith, he um, was known as the first pope. Um, so, and I'll get to the significance of that in just a minute. But my middle name is Aaron. So shortly after God was bringing me this revelation of the name of Andrew, he reminded me, your middle name is Aaron. And Aaron was the brother of Moses. Yeah. And Moses... Uh, is known as sort of the founder of the Jewish faith because the Ten Commandments were revealed to Moses and that was the beginning of the structure of the religion of Judaism. Wow. So even before I ever uh, connected it to Zach, and this does, it does all connect to Zach, before I ever connected it to Zach, um, I knew God revealed to me that my ministry, that my calling would be to, to come under the leader of, of a great ministry, and not just wow. a great ministry, but a ministry that really is the first of its kind, just like Judaism and Christianity were the first of their kind. 
Um, and what he means by that is we're not starting a new religion here, right. but we're doing a new thing. We, we're lovers of Jesus, you know, thoroughbred lovers of Jesus. Whenever he talks about a new thing, we believe that we're going to revolutionize Christian media for Jesus in, the, in these end times, yeah. where it's not just going to... Right now, it's just a single TV show. We already have been presented with the opportunity, and, and I'm not even going to talk about it on today's program because it is literally... And I know the Lord is going to do it. But the first phase, it's going to take a few hundred people standing with us on a monthly basis. And if that can happen, we have the opportunity to literally create an online Christian network with all the program that we would want. And then from that place, and I don't know how soon this would be. I don't know if the Lord's going to do a quick work and it'll be a year from now or if it's going to be 15 years from now. I'm not sure. But the overall goal is not just create a Christian network, but to create a Christian platform for people in the end times as the persecution rises and the frightful five, which we've talked about on yesterday, uh, last week's program, censor all Christian conservative views. They have got to go somewhere. And I believe that this place is going to be the place that they go. It's a TV show right now, but don't despise small beginnings. I was always taught to start small, but start right away. And that's what we're doing right now. This is interesting. Please, this is awesome. Keep, go yeah. ahead. Keep going. Sure. So uh, let, me, let me, I guess, bring it to where I connect with, with Zach and his, and his ministry and his calling. Um, so... There was, there was a night at the tabernacle, which is where the student dorms were. Hold we had... on. i got to stop you. I know where you're going. Okay. I knew whenever you were going to go there, I wanted to share this. So if you're just tuning in, we, so it's called the Zach Drew Show, right? But the covering of like people that you know, have been writing us and everything, they write to IGBY, which is what I kind of named the entire covering. Hold on. I'm going to cough real quick. <coughs> we have one camera, no editing. <laughs> but it's called IGBY, which is an acronym for I Go Before You. It's a promise that you can claim for your life if you're a Christian. We can all claim it. But it was a promise that God gave to Joshua in Deuteronomy 31 whenever he was given an enormous task to lead a wandering generation into the promised land. And I believe that the Lord has truly placed a Joshua anointing uh, on this ministry, on my life, that our goal is to lead a wandering generation into the promised land. And that promised land is Jesus. Yeah, and, I, and I know that this is a calling that, that you've understood that God has revealed to you for a long time. Yeah. But at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of the calling on your life. And uh, that night at the tabernacle, we were having um, an event. Which was that morning side. It was actually our, kind of our dormitory sanctuary. Right. Yeah. We were having an event, and uh, a young man prophesied over me and said, I see that, that God has placed the spirit of Caleb over you. <laughs> and at the time, you know, I knew who Moses was. I knew who Aaron was. I knew who Joshua was. But for some reason, Caleb was just drawing a blank in my head. And I had no clue what, what his, his prophecy, prophecy even meant for me. Hmm. So later that night, I was reading in Scripture, and God brought me to Exodus. And uh, the Scripture was talking about the spies who went into the Promised Land. Yes. And it talked about Caleb and Joshua. And I said, this is amazing, because I immediately, I immediately connected it to what God had showed me with my name, with Andrew and with Aaron. I said, this is just another way that God is showing that I'm somehow going to have some ministry 
where I'm going to be as sort of a right-hand person in support mm. to the head of some great ministry. And I, and I was telling you, I think it was maybe a couple days after this. Well, I can tell you, we were actually in my office because he was my Coast Revelation in the news, but he was also, at that time, you're just my assistant. You right. helped me print off papers and everything for the shows and everything. And I'm telling him, I said, you know, I, I, I'm working through it. This was, this was a, a couple of years ago. I'm still, I was working through and I was telling him, let me tell you the interesting things that have been happening to me. And uh, it was recently, but then I was saying it had been happening in the last few years. And I was telling him how, how everyone would mistakenly call me Joshua, even though everyone knows my name is Zach, even from Pastor Jim and Lori Baker to even every, everywhere. To my grandma. Yeah, so I'm on the phone one night, <laughs> and, and I'm not even telling him where I'm going in the story yet. And and he says, "Yeah, my grandma's even called you Joshua several times." I'm like, "You're kidding me right now! Like this is unreal." And I said to him, "I said and I was working through it at the time. I said I really do believe that the Lord is placing a Joshua type of of anointing on my life, which even fits with the pattern of even was my mentor for several several years, who I studied under was Pastor Jim Baker, and you study his life, and you're going to realize, wow, he really is like a like a type of Moses now." He's not Moses, he's Jim Baker. And I'm not Joshua, I'm Zach Drew. But the Lord has a way of, of, of reoccurring, how, how patterns just have a way of, of continuing. Right, and at the time, I didn't even connect all the dots because I couldn't see the greater picture. Um, and so I started to tell you the story about how a few nights prior, that young man had the prophecy for me, and I know for you at the time, it, it just kind of clicked. And we had no idea at that time that we'd ever be working together. Right. That's the thing. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, uh, I kind of want to move into just one topic for, for today. This was really a show that I wanted to introduce uh, Andrew Bellers to you. Another mandate that Joshua received uh, in the Word was as he was going into the Promised Land, he had to defeat many enemies. And people kind of overlooked this. It was one of his jobs to tear down and to destroy the occult, uh, demonic high places of worship. So yes, our vision is to lead a wandering generation into the Promised Land, which is Jesus. And let me tell you, these last several shows we've been doing about technology, millennials, I'm telling you, they have been loving it. I don't know if you're watching as a millennial. Hey, I'm so glad you're watching. But maybe you're not a millennial, and maybe you didn't quite see the connection to it. The millennials have been loving the content that we have been putting out. And just so you know, all this news, it proves that the Word of God is true, but it's ultimately all. <clears throat> and if you're watching right now, hey, I'm going to let you in on a secret. We do all of this as bait. It's all bait to reel you in and to introduce you to Jesus. That's what it's all about. But you see, Joshua had another, other than leading that wandering into, into the promised land, he had another mandate from the Lord, was to tear down those occultic high places of worship. And that's our job, to bring light into the darkness and to expose the evil that's happening in the dark. And one of those major things that's happening in America is that of abortion, sacrificing our children to the demonic god, little g, of Moloch. Mm. Do you realize that since 1973, Roe v. Wade, that over 60 million babies have been sacrificed on the altar of this false god? Do you realize that over 3,000 babies 
die every single day in America. We think about the outrage of 9-11 and how, you know, never forget. And I'm with that. I understand. Never forget. It was a horrific event. I mean, the, the, the amount of anger that was stirred up in every American. Let's go to war. Let's, let's kill these guys that, that did this to us. The amount of passion that was in every American because almost 3,000 people died that day. 3,000 people die every day in America. Where's the outrage? Where's the, where's the, the rage, the righteous anger against this? And to put that into perspective... If you look at the numbers and the statistics, abortion is actually the leading cause of death in America. There is no other disease or ailment or cause of death that trumps abortion. Think about that. Heart disease, no. Cancer, no. Ailments, no. The number one cause of death in America each year is abortion. And then you have ridiculous people that claim to be Christians that are so for it. I mean, there was an article, and I have it here with me. Here we go. Listen to this. This actually happened right before we left for Branson last weekend. Chelsea Clinton, yes, the daughter of Bill and Hillary Clinton. This is an article from Huffington Post. The article reads this. Reversing abortion rights would be unchristian. Reversing abortion rights would be unchristian. Your mind should explode right now and just say, well, that is the absolute most stupid thing I have ever heard. The former first daughter spoke uh, during a serious XM radio show about her thoughts on Roe v. Wade. Speaking last week on a radio program about the Supreme Court's landmark abortion rights decision, Roe v. Wade, former first daughter Chelsea Clinton said it would be unchristian to take away women's access to abortions. As a deeply religious person, it's unchristian to me. How, I mean, like the stupidity, the, the, the ridiculousness, if that's even a word, of that statement baffles me. How could a Christian ever even say something like this? I don't know, and I think that's exactly why. This is why I'm so excited about what you're doing. This is why we need a platform. Because in this climate and in these days, there is a perverse church that, yes. is, that is taking over this country. And their voice is the loudest voice because it's, wow. it's the voice that everyone wants to hear. What creates it? What creates a liberal Christian? First of all, I want, I want before I even get into that, we have just a few minutes left of the, today's program. Chelsea Clinton saying that it's unchristian to stop abortions. Do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the first eight verses of, of Jesus talking to his disciples in Matthew 24, where he said, let me tell you what will actually mark the times of when these things start to happen. Uh, it kind of shows you that my return is soon. Here it is, Matthew 24, 4 and 5. Jesus answered and said this, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah, and then they will deceive many. Now, a popular thought on this over the years has been people in the end times will actually say, you know, I am Jesus. They'll claim to be Jesus, the Messiah. And then from that point forward, they will deceive many people. Well, the church can't be deceived. I mean, you know, a fool would look at that and say, well, obviously that's ridiculous. He's not Jesus. I know who Jesus is. I think we may have been reading those verses wrong. I think really what those verses are actually saying is that 
Watch it that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and then deceive many. In other words, saying, many will come in my name, claiming that Jesus actually is who Jesus said he was, and then deceive many. You see, people have, well, I'm Christian. I believe who Jesus is, and I believe that Jesus is who he said he was. And they're like, oh, well, I can trust that person. And then from that point forward, you will, they will deceive many. What creates a liberal Christian? This is really good, and I want to encourage you to teach this to other people. You see, Jesus, whenever he was asked, what fulfills, I'll actually read it for you. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them was an expert in the law and tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Which Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And then the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. It was in that order, two commandments, and it was in that order. Love God with everything you have. And then love your neighbor as yourself. You see, there's a road. Imagine an old country road. What do you have on both sides of that road? Is a ditch. Okay? On one side of the road, it, it's, it's extreme legalism. And on the other side of the road, it's extreme liberalism. And right now, the liberal church is the loudest church. And maybe 50 or 60 years ago, whenever you were growing up, you didn't like the church because of the incredible legalism in the church. They were in the ditch at that point in time. But then they corrected themselves and went to the other ditch. You see, we actually see that throughout Christian history, that we just go from one ditch to the other ditch, from one ditch to the other ditch. And right now, what creates a liberal Christian? Let me tell you. You see... If someone, two commandments, every church ought to be doing, every Christian ought to be doing both commandments working together. Let me explain this. Teach this. Teach this. I want to encourage you to do this. Talk to people about this. Whenever you love God and His Word oh so much, but then you just don't love people at all, you're good at the first commandment, but you're horrible at the second one, you love God so much, but you don't love people, it breeds legalism. But whenever you just love people oh so much, come as you are, never change, all sin doesn't matter, go ahead and have abortions, go ahead and live whatever sexual orientation you'd like to be. We just love you, we love people. But then they don't love the God and His Word, the first commandment, it breeds liberalism. You see, it's the two working together that creates, that, that fulfills all of the law and the prophets. Yeah, and it's always been a balance. I mean, the spirit, the heart of God is truth and love. That's right. It's always been a balance between justice and mercy. And, and anyone who really gets off on either side of that has, has lost the true heart of the Father. That's right. Hey, listen, Andrew, thank you for being here. Thank you. And who you saw earlier that is uh, Andrew's wife, awesome wife, Melissa. And hopefully as the time, food, uh, m the time moves forward, she'll even have a bigger part in the ministry. But we have to have people like you getting behind us. Please, if you want to uh, bless us financially, we have another person that just moved here this week. Uh, he's more of a behind the scenes guy. I don't know if he's gonna come on the camera or not. 
handling social media. The team is growing. We need you to stand behind us. If you want to write us uh, a check, you can make it out to IGBY and send it to uh, P.O. Box 797, Decatur, Illinois 62525. We also have an incredible system online to give. We have the option of PayPal and Tithely, which is going everywhere in America. Over 6,000 churches are using it. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly simple to use. One-time gifts, awesome. But one of the things that we really can budget, we know who we can hire, the equipment we can get, is those faithful monthly reoccurring partners. And those of you that have decided to do that, thank you. Thank you for believing in what God is doing here at IGBY. Stand with us and pray for us. Pray for the direction. We need intercessors for this ministry. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.